0: Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds one. Trey slaughtered.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawkspeed Podcast, episode number 19 of season 7. I'm your man, Edub, back again to talk Atlanta Hawks and the Los Angeles Lakers. Hawks fall 107-99 to the Lakers, dropping their record to 10-10 and on the season. Lakers moved to 16-6, and and there's a lot we have to talk about. have a little bit of sound I want to play for you guys tonight in the postgame presser. There uh, really wasn't much going on. I actually left the availability a little early, but um, I have some sound I do want to play, and I do want to discuss tonight um in the hawks defeat but um first things first man uh, a lot of what we do is on the social media front and we would love for you to connect with us on our social media platforms uh mainly twitter uh follow us at hawks uh we're on twitter instagram and facebook as well so you can connect with us on all three of those platforms also we would love for you to connect with us on um I lost my train of thought. (laughs) We would love you to subscribe to the show. Subscribe to the podcast. That way, whenever a podcast drops, like the one I dropped today, dropped kind of a mini pod today, did a little preview, news and notes joint. And uh, so whenever we drop, you can be the first one to catch it. And uh, look, this is the best Atlanta Hawks podcast you're going to get out there you're not going you're not going to get another pocket no disrespect to my other brothers doing the Atlanta Hawks podcast but this is the one this is the one <laughs> um yeah so I got all the housekeeping out the way what we're going to do is going to take a quick little break then on the other half man we're going to get into it we're going to get into it we're going to get into the brief recap we're going to get into uh I, I gotta I gotta call some people out on the floor man I gotta call some people out on the floor yes this was a good game yes they played hard, moral victories, uh, yada yada yada. But I got some people I need to call out to the floor, and uh, I'm gonna have to do it. So this Hawks Beat podcast, we'll be right back after this quick message. Uh, it's your man Eat Up, episode 18. We'll be right back. What's up, folks? It's your boy Eat Up for the Hawks Beat podcast. I want to share something that we are doing for the month of February. We are going to be giving away a small business advertising packet for free. Yes, we're going to give away advertising on our podcast, website, our social media. And we want to connect with your small business or maybe be somebody that you know. So here's what we need you to do. Connect with us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Hawks Beat. You can find us there. Let us know what small business you represent and you will be entered into a drawing. Once we select a winner, uh, we will partner with them and promote their business for the month of February for the brand cost of free. It's free advertising. So, look, connect with us on our social media. We look forward to hearing with you and possibly partnering with you for the month of February. Thanks. We'll see you soon. Alright folks, we are back, Hawks Week Podcast, episode number 19 of season 7, I'm your man E-Dub, Hawks lose 107-99 to to the Los Angeles Lakers and it really came down to, in clutch and in, in crunch time, they had LeBron, Ramon, James, and we didn't, <laughs> and that, that's no disrespect to Trey Young, but it was just, you know, Braun, man, <laughs> I mean, my God, my God, man. Let's go ahead and recap this game real quick. Uh, I thought the first two quarters were really just kind of feeler quarters, meaning like if you've ever watched a boxing match, just two boxers not really going for the knockout, just kind of feeling each other out. And I thought the Hawks did a good job of exchanging blows, exchanging blows with them, going tip for tap. Um Cam Reddish had the Simon on LeBron James and I thought he did well for the majority of the game. Um I thought he made LeBron work and I I was very pleased with the defensive effort that Cam put on uh Bron tonight. And uh, you know, would have been nice to have D Hunter out there to give him different looks, different feels, but that's LeBron, man. <laughs> that is LeBron. So, um yeah. Um, so yeah, the first two quarters, I thought they were really fearless quarters after one. It was, uh, the Lakers led 28 to 25 thought John Collins got off to a really good start in that fourth quarter. And it was obvious that Trey was looking to move the ball that first quarter. He has five assists, really finding his players, really doing a good job of managing the game. Bron and AD just come out just, you know, just just jabbing a little bit, jabbing a little bit. They both had six points at the end of that first quarter. Um, in the second, it was kind of much of the same. Hawks actually go on a 9-0 run and get up by four. But they lose Capella on some BS call, man. It was a BS call. I ain't even going to lie to you, man. It was a little reach in. Picks up his third call foul, and he has to sit. But um, Rondo comes in, and that unit that comes in with... Um, Capella on the bench I thought they did a good job I thought they gave good minutes and I thought that they they kept serve uh, until you got to the halftime so um, they go into the half uh, and, and the Lakers are up um Lakers are up 50 to 46 and it's it's really an even game and actually the Hawks are doing a really good job defending the three point line. You can look at it you can look at it as the Hawks defending the three point line, and you can also look at it as Lakers just missing shots. However you want to look at it, you can look at it that way. But Lakers were shooting the ball extremely well outside of that. Uh they they I mean shooting fifty two percent from the field. <laughs> They're shooting fifty two percent from the field. And the Hawks are shooting forty three percent, which is good in that in their own right, but it's just fifty two is gonna be better than forty three. Um, I thought the third quarter is where you really start to see uh things start to change a little bit. I thought that's when you start to see things change a little bit. And um I thought that the third quarter was a very important quarter. I thought it was a, a defining quarter in the game, if you ask me. Trey played all 12 minutes of the third quarter. And you knew that, I knew, that that wasn't going to bode well. The problem was, was this. He was so good. <laughs> he was so good. 11 points and 5 assists in that quarter. They were running the play. They were running everything through him. They were running the pick and roll, the pick and pop. Uh, you know, when they was coming on him, he was throwing the alley-oops to um, to Clint and to, uh, to Capella. They were just running everything through him. And it was like, I mean, Lloyd would have been the fool to take him out. The problem was you knew that eventually he had to come out of the game because, like, he's – he, he, he this isn't 2k he's going to get tired he's going to get tired so i i thought that was kind of the good and the bad and i was like man will it come back to bite him? i don't know it came back to bite <laughs> the crawler clearly put the third quarter was the one quarter that the hawks actually end up winning um they won the third quarter 30 to 25, and I thought Trey was just kind of special in that third quarter. And um, you know, it was kind of like just Trey and Anthony Davis. I thought Anthony Davis got going in that third quarter. And let me tell you something about Anthony Davis. My God. <laughs> that is a basketball player. He had 10 points in the third. And the thing about Anthony Davis is this you can play textbook defense. On Anthony Davis. And he's still going to get his. He's still going to get his. He is that good. He is that good. But that trade was special. Lloyd kept him in the third quarter the whole time. And I was like man. I might come back to bite him. <sighs> at the end of the third. the, the um, At the end of the third. The Lakers go on kind of a little small run. Things like six points or whatever. And then. Third quarter's over, and then the fourth quarter begins, and you, st- of course, it's the fourth quarter. You got to give Trey a blow. You got to give him a blow, or he's going to be gassed, and you're not going to have him for crunch time. So the Hawks start the fourth quarter with, well, let me do this. <laughs> let me just read you the game cast from the fourth quarter. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. <laughs> All right, I'm going to kind of skim through this a little bit, right? So the Hawks start the quarter 76-75. to 75. Bruno Collins enters, gives John Collins a blow. Um, Kevin Herter missed 26-foot three-point shot. Caruso makes two-point shot. Rondo, foul. Bruno, shooting foul. Harrell makes two. Uh, let's see what happens. Gallinari misses 22-foot jumper. Gallinari misses layup. Braun makes 25-foot step back. (laughs) Gallinari, traveling. Bruno, turnover. (laughs) By this time, it's 81-76. Cam Reddish gets back in the game. Capella gets back in the game. Kyle Kuzma, three-point shot. Gallinari, lost ball turnover. Alex Caruso makes dunk. In that short span, (laughs) it goes from... 76 to 75 to 86, 76 in favor of the Lakers. I thought that that was a tremendous swing. I thought that was a tremendous swing. And I said, look, all you have to do is just hold out maybe three or four minutes without trade. Just tread water. Like, like don't give up the booty. (laughs) And they gave up the booty. Uh A lot of people were very critical of Lloyd. You know. Hey. Why don't you call the a timeout. This that and the other. And I will say this. I think that he could have called a timeout. At the very least. At the very least. Call a timeout. They're giving you the booty. Look man. Just call a timeout. Just. Especially like. Like. There's no reason for them to get up 10. Before you call that timeout. And again. Like. I, I'm always the guy defending Lloyd, but this is me calling Lloyd to the carpet. This is me calling Lloyd to the carpet and saying, you know what, man? You could have called a timeout there. You could have called a timeout there. Do I think that him not calling a timeout was the reason he lost the game? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I would have liked to seen the timeout called a little bit earlier, calls the timeout at 8.52, gets traded back in there, gets drawn back in there, and then they're able to, they're able to kind of get back into the game to go on a little run in the fourth quarter. But at the end of the day, at the end of uh I hate saying that at the end of the day. <laughs> but come crunch time. I'm talking like five minutes left in the game. Um it was just it was a bad sequence by Trey. It was a bad sequence by Trey. And, and it's unfortunate because how uh how when you play so well and then you have things that, like, you know, <laughs> that aren't good, it's hard to, how do you assess that, right? Like, how do you assess that? But um, you can't have those turnovers that late in the game, man. Those are killer. Those are killer. So, let me read, like, the last minute 15 and let me just tell you what LeBron James did on their side of the ball. I'm not even going I'm not even going I'm not even going to talk about Trey on this side of the ball. At 117, John Collins personal foul. LeBron comes down makes 26-foot jumper. LeBron James blocks Clint Capella's 6-foot layup. Trey Young out of bounds, bad bad pass turnover. LeBron James makes two-point shot. Trey Young lost ball turnover. <laughs> like that sequence within the last minute, fifteen minute, eighteen seconds, you can't have that. Like you can't have that. Like if you're gonna play a good game, you have to close it out. I'd rather you play bad the first three quarters and close it out that last four than do it the vice versa. And again, this is a learning experience. And Trey said in of itself, like you know, they're still learning each other. He said after the game, he said they don't even really have an identity. Because they're still learning each other. You know, they're still learning so much. And, um, but yeah, man, LeBron is just, uh, he, he, he put on a clinic. He put on a clinic on how you close games. Because he really looked like he was just cruising he looked like he was cruising the first three quarters. In the fourth quarter, you knew what time it was. He was like, yo, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride AD's coattails for three quarters. AD did what he had to do come the fourth quarter. We knew what time it was. And there was nothing you could do to stop it. There was nothing you could do to stop it. And I thought Cam played a great defensive game on LeBron James. But those 12 points he had in the fourth quarter, those 12 points... That one block he had uh, was amazing. And and a key stat to me, no turnovers. Uh, No turnovers. So, um, yeah, (laughs) that's kind of the recap. 107.99, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to uh, play some sound on the other side of the break. And I also want to get into, uh, call some more people on the carpet, man. We're going to do that. Hawks Podcast, episode number 18. Be right back. Alright folks, we are back, Hawkspeed Podcast, episode number 19 of season 7. I want to do this, I want to play a little bit of sound. If you didn't catch the preview podcast, it's still up, Um, just did a little preview podcast, and I put my keys to the game in that podcast, I didn't tweet them out today, but I want to play for you one of the keys to the game, and then I want to play a little sound from Lloyd after the game, and you guys tell me, what you hear? Game, we give three keys out of the game. Uh, we usually do that right before tip off. But again, since I'm doing a pod, I'm going to just go ahead and do it on this podcast. So, first key to the game is this for the Atlanta Hawks. Play fast up tempo. You want to get this game up and down if you can. The reason being is the Lakers play really good team defense. One Achilles heel they may have is transition defense, transition defense. So if Trey, Godwin, Rondo, who's ever running the point, push the pace, maybe can get some easy buckets, find them in a, uh, a, a sense of weakness at times where if you're pushing the ball, they really can't get back quick enough, get some easy buckets, and you can make it a game. You can make it a game. So play so that was one of my keys to the game. I said the guys really need to play fast. I think that that's something that would benefit them, and something that would be of value to them. So um, here is Lloyd Pierce after the game. Um, question asked from Sarah Spencer, and just to kind of give it some context. So I'll play. The, I'll pull. The, I'll play the full clip for you.
0: Um. Lloyd, at one point in the fourth, I think you guys got down 10. What were some of the things that helped you guys battle back to, to make it a one-point game? Just
1: playing, We played fast. I think I think the three of the baskets were, were in transition. Uh, I think Trey had a floater on one, Cam had a layup, and I forget the other one. But, you know, we got a stop and we just took off. I, I knew they were tired, and I thought we played faster. And a lot of those baskets were before their defense could get set. Uh, We wanted to play that way to start the game, and, and, you know, them scoring in the paint and us taking it out of the net didn't allow us those opportunities. But when we got stopped down in that stretch, we were able to get out and run. Well, looky, looky. (laughs) I don't think anything needs to be, I don't think anything more needs to be said right there, but. Uh, yeah man playing fast was kind of the way to go and, and to Lloyd's credit he said that's what they wanted to do during the game I mean during the beginning of the game but didn't quite work out like that but they were able to do that in the fourth quarter and cut that lead down to 10 uh well actually once they got up 10 they were able to cut into the lead because they started playing fast so kudos to them and uh yeah. So before I get into my uh, normal segments that I do, got to call somebody out onto the carpet again, man. And again, you guys, (laughs) let me say you guys, there are so many people that have just such a skewed view of what it takes to coach in the NBA that a lot of times I come off like a Lloyd Pierce apologist. I'm aware of this, but I'm going to tell you like this. I'm not a fan. I am supposed to be objective. And one thing that I did not like from Coach Pierce tonight, well, I told you what I didn't like in the beginning. I thought that he could, he should have called that timeout uh, while L.A. was going on that run. I think it, was, it ended up being, if you go back to the third quarter, it ended up being a 16-point run because they went six points uh, to finish the quarter and then it went 10 points to start the fourth. So, all together, that was 16 points. Thought you should have called a timeout. But, again, that didn't win or lose the game. And one thing I did not like, after the game, my good friend, Mr. Jonathan Simmons, um, who has a show, Real Talk Sports, make sure you all check him out. He asked Lloyd a question after the game regarding the run, regarding the run. I don't have it saved. I mean, I'm I'm sure you can check it out on YouTube. Uh, I'm sure Jamelia is going to post it on her YouTube page but he asked coach uh, what the thinking was what the thought process was during that run that 160 0 run and Lloyd said I, I really it was like I can't recall right now like I, I, it's hard for me to even remember what you're talking about now I know coaches minds after the game could be scrambled and he could you know sometimes be just be you know I don't know whatever and I and to his credit, I believe Lloyd to be one of the honest coaches when it comes to the media, when it comes to um, breaking down a game and, and this, that, and the other. But I have to call bullshit on this. I have to call bullshit on this. Because you just, a few questions earlier, talked to Sarah about what it took for them to um, break into the 10-point lead now, you don't have any recollection of how they got the 10-point lead a few questions earlier. Now, it could be one of two things. Either he didn't quite understand the question, or he was tired and he didn't really feel like answering the question. I'm kind of inclined to believe the latter. I'm kind of inclined to believe the latter. I think that's BS right there. You knew that they went on a 14, 16-point run, and you didn't and want to answer the question. And to me, I don't like that. I don't like that. I told y'all I was gonna call it like I see it and I ain't like that. I ain't like that at all. And y'all know I'll be on here I'll be on here cast I'll be i be on here uh going at y'all for how y'all go coming for uh how y'all deal with Lloyd. But I didn't like that at all tonight. Do I think that he should be fired? No. Do I think that him coaching lost him the game? No. But I tell you what, I didn't like that. And I'm always gonna call it like I see it. I'm always gonna call it like I see it. That's just how I get down. So, with that being said, let's get into our, uh, our let's get our let's get into our awards for the night. First things first, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, it's something we do after each game, each post game pod. We do something called the good, the bad, and the ugly. And guess what? We talk about the good, we talk about the bad, and we talk about the ugly. It's not really hard to understand. (laughs) Not really hard to understand. But, uh, yeah, let's see. What was the good tonight? The good tonight, in a loss, I liked the way this team competed. And I know that's generic. I know that's generic. I like the way they competed without DeAndre Hunter. I mean, the line in the game was six. They lost by eight. But I thought that despite not having their best two-way player, I thought they really competed like hell. And to me, that's good. To me, that's good. I mean, I I didn't think they was going to win anyway. I thought they had a chance to win the game. I thought they gave themselves a chance. But at the end of the day, Braun is just... (laughs) He's all at me. (laughs) Yeah, he's Braun. He's Braun. to, To me, that was the good. The bad tonight, I don't want to just single out one player because I thought that he gave him good minutes. And y'all know exactly who I'm talking about. (laughs) I'm not going to single out nobody. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Um, The bad was just the details that you missed to not win the game. What do I mean by that? Here's what I mean by that. The details are the miss bunnies, the miss layups, the miss putbacks that you missed tonight. Uh, the charging foul when when uh, you don't even have the damn ball. Like the turnovers in the last two minutes of the game. The details. You feel what I'm saying? Like the details of the game. It. it, it that to me. Is what I didn't like tonight. I didn't like that. And, and and that goes across the board. That goes across the board. Everybody has some minor details. And that's where you lost the game. A, a charge here. A Miss Bunny here. A, a, a turnover here. A technical here when you don't really need it. That makes the difference. Because all that stuff adds up. When, it's only a, when you only end up losing by 8 points. It adds up. It adds up. So that was my bad for tonight. The ugly, I I tell you what, man. The ugly was well, was what I just talked about with Coach. I ain't like that, man. It didn't sit right with me. It didn't sit right with my soul. I'm still a big Coach Pierce fan. I'm still going to defend him against folks who blame him for every <laughs> everything that goes wrong with the team. But I ain't like that tonight. I ain't like that tonight. So. Yeah, that was the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um as far as the Fab five is concerned, Fab Five is uh where I just give you the five best players for the Hawks tonight, man. Hawks had a short rotation tonight. Short rotation. Only played nine guys. Um Okongu of course was a scratch. Uh no Godwin tonight. No Nathan Knight. Well you know, Nathan Knight doesn't he's not really in the rotation. No Tony Snell. Only nine guys tonight. Uh, You had Gallo, Fernando, Hill, and Rondo coming off the bench. And uh, that was it. That was it. So uh, my best five, go with the starters, man. I'm going to go with the starters, you know. Uh, Gallo, I thought Gallo played decent. But if he's not making that shot, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if Gallo wasn't making that shot, man, I don't know. You know, uh, he he was two for ten tonight with six points. He made him two threes, but like after that, you know, if he's not making shots, he's a liability out there defensively. I thought Rondo gave him good minutes. I thought Rondo gave him good minutes. Rondo had five and and two assists, but uh, to me, the obvious the cream of the crop tonight was definitely all of the starters. Um, <clears throat> we'll start with Cam Reddish. Uh, 29 minutes, six points. I uh, didn't really have the shot going tonight. Uh, three assists. He had his hands full with LeBron, so you know I'm not gonna bust him on that. Not gonna bust him at all. He was three for eight from the field. Not gonna bust him. You know I thought that he played a decent game. And, and one thing that you that you have to understand, and Coach Pierce always preaches this. How a player plays is a lot more than just his field goal percentage and how he shoots the ball, you know. Especially somebody like Cam who does so many things for this squad. So, um, yeah, thought Cam made the list. Cam made the list. Uh, Kevin Herter, 10 points, 3 of 8 shooting, uh, 3 of 5 from downtown, uh, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. I thought Kevin played decent. I I want Kevin to be more aggressive. Like, I would have loved to see him have some of that DeAndre Hunter aggression tonight. Being that DeAndre was out and you missed it. I would have liked to see him be that guy tonight, you know. Um, But, I mean, I thought it was okay, you know. It was Kevin Herter. <laughs> it was Kevin Herter. Uh, John Collins. I thought John Collins played a really good game. 22 points, 7 boards, uh, 2 for 5 from 3-point from line, 10 of 17 from the field. Uh, shot at good percentage. I thought he was consistent. thought he did the best he could on AD. <laughs> on the times that he was matched up with him, I thought he, he did the best he could. I thought he made him work. And AD just made some hella shots. He just made some hella shots tonight. Uh, so twenty-two and seven for John, uh, Clint Capella sixteen and uh, eighty eight from eleven from the field. Typical Clint game, double double, and uh, I like what I saw to Clint tonight. Uh, Trey Young twenty-five points, sixteen assists. Uh, what can you say about Trey, man? What can you say about Trey? Um, the one thing I didn't like is just you know some of the turnovers. Again, when you got sixteen assists, you're gonna have seven turnovers. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bang them on that. My thing is I didn't like the tech. I didn't like when he got the tech. I didn't like the turnovers down the stretch. You have to turn you have to control the ball better down the stretch. Like, I mean all the other stats they're gonna be hollow if you don't if you don't make the plays and you don't execute down the stretch, these stats are just gonna be hollow. So I mean you can be thirty and, and fifteen and make all the all stars you want, but you're not gonna win nothing. You're not gonna win nothing until you execute down the stretch. And as a star, and I know it's on your shoulders, that's what you got to carry, dog. That's what you got to carry. But 25 and 16, uh, Trey definitely makes the list. And not only does he make the list, I'm going to give him our Hawks beat player of the game. Uh, I thought that he was the best player on the court, especially that third quarter he had. I mean, he was so good that you couldn't take him out. Like you can't take him out. And Lloyd usually gives him a blow around the seven-minute mark, but he couldn't because he was just he was just balling that well. Got to the line eleven times. Have no problems with Trey's game tonight, but just the end of the end of the, uh, the end of the game execution was problematic. But you know, it is what it is, man. But doesn't get any better from here. The Hawks take on. Let me see who they take on Wednesday. Is it Utah? Let's see. Hold on. Hawks take on the Dallas Mavericks on Wednesday, and on Thursday, they take on the Utah Jazz. So, no rest for the Reary. And uh, I'm not sure, Let's see, Monday, Tuesday, I'm not sure if we have a pod in between them or not. But uh, if we do, make sure you subscribe. So, if we drop something, you will be the first to know. You'll be the first to know. So, um, like we played earlier, uh, if you have a small business, And you would like for us to do some free uh, partnering and promoting of your business, please uh, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, however you are connected with us, and let us know your business so you can be entered into the raffle for some free advertising. I know, hey, (laughs) nobody's got a problem with free. All right. (laughs) right. But, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Huxby Podcast, episode number 19. I'm your man, Edub, taking you on this journey. I appreciate you guys for checking me out rocking with us on the podcast make sure you reshare and retweet the show the links all of that jazz we greatly appreciate it and like we say every time god is good all the time and all the time god is good so if you don't know him you need to find him and show him love because that is all he is showing you l-o-v-e love we out peace